0: already our 10th episode. Welcome back to the Blue Lotus Cafe podcast. We wanted to record our conversations here in beautiful Evason Resort uh, where our school is situated. Both Christoph and I along with the rest of the team love to brainstorm. We love to develop and redesign ideas that could help you guys in different areas of your life. We hope you're enjoying the episodes and finding something valuable in our conversations. There are definitely many more to come. Today's episode is very close to what we teach here in Blue Lotus. We have students coming here for a month ready to change their lives and learn as much as possible about the plant-based cuisine. So we teach them how to become instructors and do everything what we do today. This is why we decided to do an episode on the instructor mindset. We hope you'll enjoy the show. We talked about four different mindsets in episode 6. Those mindsets you designed to help build confidence, discipline and motivation among everything else. Today we're talking about the instructor mindset. Why is this important and what does it include? Is this different than the coach mindset we talked about?
1: Here we talk about mindset in the sense of a set of rules that would kind of guide in a positive way your attitude at work and you can be inspired by different type of mindset without necessarily acting exactly like one so you can use for example the mindset of the pilot that we mentioned to have in mind uh, safety as a first priority uh, to be in time to check uh, every time before you start uh, doing something important. So this mindset and actually a very simple one is useful regardless of, of uh, uh, if you are a pilot or not. So in the same way as you were mentioning the coach we are talking about what in the, uh, what is characteristic of a good coach can be useful for anyone So in the same kind of approach, I would talk about the teacher mindset, in what it can be positive as an attitude, if you want to share something, communicate, obviously teach or coach. So what are the kind of behavior that can be, um, yes, positive, but of course, uh, even more useful if you uh, want to teach so one aspect is the positive energy um, and the role model meaning that uh, if i want to as a project manager i want to teach people uh, the importance of time management if i arrive late in class okay that's a fail that's a simple one to guess so um, everything that you want to talk about, uh, to trigger some curiosity or to share some understanding. If you do it, so if you really act as a role model, your message will be shared in a very more efficient and simple way. So, I think to stay, uh, to have an open mind, uh, to give your full attention when you are teaching, to remain calm and uh, to adjust your pace to the pace of uh, the students, to keep on exercising your common sense, uh, so you don't follow, for example for us blind ear recipe, you check the seasoning, so basically sharing best practice things that as a chef if i see a mise en place even if it's not me who did that mise en place i will check it first i will make sure and i don't add half a cup of salt uh, if it doesn't make sense or so there are things where beyond the recipe beyond the content that you want to teach it's more about best practice the right attitude Um, Some things that you would do um, almost by reflex and uh, the fact that you respect your equipment, that you clean as you go. So all of these uh, important rules of a kitchen that you can share by doing them I think is more efficient than having to say them or having to repeat aspects like this that can be perceived as uh, boring. So positive, peaceful attitude and just being more into uh, sharing good things, mostly by demonstrating in your act uh, this kind of positive behavior.
0: I like the idea of there's not one good way to do something. Often than not, people get trapped in their beliefs, one perspective, and consider other ways wrong just because it's not how they do it. It's a dangerous territory to walk on and especially to teach someone else. It can easily cross the line of being dogmatic in a way. Instructor's role is to direct people to find their answers instead of telling them what something is.
1: I would agree um, with you Ivar, on this is that uh, sometimes when we want to describe something it's easier to explain what it's not so in this case we can clearly draw a line where some attitude or behavior are not that um, actually uh, positive uh, as a teacher and for me clearly an instructor is not a performer. He's not a guru, a star, a master chef. So we are talking about someone who is more there to help a student to become a chef, to become a performer, actually, if he wants to. Uh, so to, to guide someone is in learning journey with a lot of empathy and understanding. Some students are actually very slow at the beginning of their learning journey. It's, it doesn't matter because experience shows that uh, sometimes they will outperform people that are fast at first uh, sight and at uh, when they start. So you are not expecting the student to have some kind of pre-knowledge or pre-understanding or like magical, uh, you know, sense of awareness on the topic. Uh, you are respectful in the sense that you don't judge them because they don't know something. Actually, part of your job is to teach, so it means that it's perfectly fine if your student has actually zero knowledge in what you are teaching. And you are respectful in the sense also that you understand that uh, for example, if someone doesn't speak very well English, uh, basically it's because he's speaking another language. So it goes the same for the cooking. We have students, maybe they are not that good in the um, in the cooking at first because uh, they are super good at marketing or doing something else and they just have this on the side or they want to develop it so this is really for me where the instructor has a kind of humility and of course you need some self-confidence because you have your expertise you have your experience that you want to share but you have a quiet ego meaning you hope and you wish honestly your students to clearly outperform you in the kitchen because it's not the purpose is not for you again to perform or showing off it's really your students to find their style to develop their approach so you are there to guide to kind of trigger some curiosity motivation and to um, help the person to find the confidence, to find the motivation, to search more, to experiment. So we tend to we tend to create a safe environment where they can really experiment, take some risk. Um, and so this is really where as an instructor you have to prevent doing, meaning the student has to do it. Hands-on for me is super important. A demonstration is not teaching. And more than that, if uh, I cook uh, for the person, then he's not learning. So this is really something where you have to kind of really step aside and just basically help someone to find uh, what he's looking for to learn, to experiment, to experience, and slowly grow to what is looking to become.
0: In the sixth episode, you talked about how watching someone ride a bike doesn't mean you will know how to ride one. As an instructor, how much should you actually show, and how much should they do? What should an instructor do to give his or her student the best experience and knowledge?
1: Clearly part of the the right mindset for an instructor is uh, understanding clearly the learning process. And by this I mean that in order to learn something any person needs to practice meaning doing, experimenting, meaning trying. So potentially failing, uh, making mistakes, which is perfectly fine because that will trigger the understanding that something is wrong, something needs to be fixed, something needs to be approached differently. And it's that evaluation that will help with the right feedback to Practice the next time, just by improving certain elements in order to manage a result which is more what you would expect. So the learning process really is about iterations. You iterate, experimenting something, trying out something, realizing that it doesn't look or it doesn't taste or it doesn't end up the way you want. Finding ways and innovative ways to fix that, edit, adjust and improve and get to a better result. So indeed, for an instructor, you don't act, you really let them experiment, you let them fail. Again, if uh, I want to, to, to teach someone how to cycle, I need that person to cycle and potentially to fall down, which is fine. Uh, I mean, it's not notorious that fun and really uh, people watching a lot of football, it doesn't mean that they learn to play football. So to watch a TV show, even a cooking TV show, doesn't teach you any, anything about it. So there is really... A big difference between entertainment, which is a nice experience, but it's not a learning experience. So yes, sometimes we would demo, but straight after we would have hands-on. Why? Because the person needs to do it in order to realize. And basically, I think part of the memory is related to the moves and to the action of doing something. So, here, again, coming back to the instructor mindset, it's something interesting where you have to let the person experimenting, trying out, even though sometimes you know it's a dead end. First, uh, you may be surprised, like the person might find a solution that you wouldn't expect. But even, even if he fails, it's perfectly fine because then he will learn by his mistake. He will learn by adjusting. So again, you provide a safe environment for the person to, task, to take sorry risks that are not putting them in danger at all, but just more like experimenting and trying. They do and they realize by themselves what needs to be fixed, or what skills they need to master?
0: I want to touch just a little bit more on the feedback part. What is your experience with how the feedback is accepted? Even though the feedback is well and purpose intended, ego can still be hurt in some people. How do you help students overcome the ego and remove the shield? It seems to be that um,
1: <clears throat> real feedback and honest feedback is completely underrated. This is for me the worst, one of the most important aspects of any learning process. And so, in order to be um, useful I think one-to-one uh, feedback is better to keep a constructive and positive feedback using tangible criterias. For example, if we talk about cooking, portion size, if that dish is an appetizer and the portion is the main, that's a very simple feedback but useful. Complexity of the dish, maybe the flavor balancing maybe just the plating, uh, the way it looks, uh, the fact that it's hard to serve because if you move anything then it can fall down. So there are simple criteria that actually allows you to give a feedback which is constructive without being personal at all. It's not a, a judgmental. It's not based on the taste of the instructor. It's way more really helping the person to while he's experimenting new things get useful information in order to keep searching, experimenting at the end of the day helping him to find his own style. So even if the style of the person is not or it's not my type of cooking still as an instructor I can provide very useful feedback for him in order to express more really what he wants to do and how he wants to do it. So feedback is something, of course, that uh, is not always uh, very nice to hear. And sometimes we made the mistake to kind of kill the messenger. If I tell you it's raining today, then you, you are pissed off because you don't like the rain. But actually, it has nothing to do with me. Same thing with the instructor. If an instructor tell you, look, I think uh, you should clean as you go. I think uh, this you should move. Uh, You shouldn't move with your knife because it can be dangerous. It's actually someone that uh, wants to help you uh, in order to have a cleaner process and to have the right attitude. So it's really very useful also, because the instructor is not involved in the action that you are doing at the moment as an external perspective, he can see things that you don't realize because you are in the action so also where I think the feedback is super important is again to have someone that can realize oh uh, you seem stressed uh, you there is no rush um. Do one thing, do it well, so then you don't need to repeat or uh, start over. Um, The plating, you are not happy with it, then start again. So there is also a kind of uh, positive way to say, look, no big deal. You are here to play, you are here to try things. Go, take a risk, it doesn't work. Fine, we find something else, we move on, we fix it. So it's kind of uh, removing kind of tension that sometimes a student can put on himself because he is expecting more that he can deliver, not because he cannot do it, just because he's not ready yet. And that's the purpose of learning. You wouldn't have to learn if you knew already. So not knowing is part of the good attitude for a student. And the instructor is there to remind him it's fine. Like you have the right not to know everything. And that's why there is someone that will help and facilitate your learning journey by providing you the right feedback, the right insight, the right information to just help you in your learning journey.